This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Well, hey again. We're going to talk about goals today, and we're going to talk about it in a fun, non-hustly, very empowering, hopefully super inspirational way. Are you into it? I want to start out this conversation about how to achieve goals without perfect routines or 110% effort. I want to start out our conversation with a question. What's the best way to climb a mountain? Kirsten, there are so many different ways we can answer this question. I need to know all the specifics. Like, are we getting to the top? What time of year is it? What kind of hike is it? Like a day hike or like one of those things where you sleep on the trail? Here's my answer. Okay, we're going to make this super simple. The best way to climb a mountain is to not turn around and get back in the car and drive home. That's the best way to get to the top of the mountain. All right. Today, we're going to be talking about goals in this exact same zoomed out doable way. Because if I know you and you are like me and many of my clients, you have a lot you want to climb. You have stuff you want to achieve. You have norms you want to change and establish. All the goals I'm working with my clients on are internal and external. We're always working on tangible things like clean the garage out or get the book written. And we're also always working on internal goals. Feel more confident at work. Feel more present and calm and organized in my everyday and not like chaos and don't feel urgent and stressed all the time. So let's just pretend that you have those various mountains that you want to climb. What I see getting in a lot of people's ways with making progress up the mountain is this misunderstanding that you cannot make progress on and achieve a goal without a perfect routine or 110% effort where you push everything else to the side and you just laser focus. Also, if you're watching right now, it is clearly the holidays and my nails are, uh, they're on point. I'm not gonna lie to you. They bring me a lot of joy. And if you're not watching, just know that I talk with my hands. So that's why I brought that up because they're, they're in your face. So I want to offer you a new perspective on achieving your goals as we enter into the new year and we start Riding that wave, that is a great wave to ride of like, okay, everyone's feeling energized. There's a clean slate. There's a whole year full of possibility ahead of us. Let's set a ton of goals. I don't want you to shoot yourself in the foot and put a bunch of obstacles in your own way by keeping yourself from attempting or achieving these goals that really matter to you because of this misunderstanding that you have to have a perfect routine or you have to give 110% exclusive effort. Now, we're not going to be talking about shortcuts. You do have to work to achieve goals. I'm not trying to sell you anything here that's like, hey, just sit down and the goals will take care of themselves. But I also feel like people like us love a good project to work hard on or 17. So I don't think that you're necessarily looking for any easy way up the mountain, but I know that you would love the mountain to be easier to climb, especially if you've just been looking at it from the parking lot for a long time and you're like, well, I'm still not 
climbing that mountain or I feel like I started going up the trailhead and then I ended up right back here in the parking lot and uh, now a year has gone by and that doesn't feel good. So the first thing I want you to do is just assess, are there any mountains that you're not climbing or you're struggling to climb because of this misunderstanding? So are you wanting to do something physical like write a book or exercise more, but you think, well, I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. and doing this for two hours every day, and I'm not going to do that anytime soon, so it's just like, can't climb that mountain right now. Or do you want to get the garage cleaned out, but you think, well, I don't have an entire week free anytime soon, and that's going to be a week-long deep dive project, so can't climb that mountain. Or even with some of these internal goals that I talked about that I work with clients on, feeling less stressed or more present or more connected to friends and family. Do you feel like, I don't even know how to do that without just spending a bunch of time and effort on it. So uh, not a mountain I'm going to climb anytime soon. I don't want to think about it. So if this is the case, I'm going to ask you to consider some things. All right. You might be convinced that there is a best way to get up this mountain. There might be experts telling you, yeah, if you really want to do this, then here's the best way. And I've done it and I'm an expert. So you need a perfect routine. You need to do this thing daily or you need a week-long immersive 110% effort. And I'm not even going to argue with you that that isn't the best way. The dialogue that I find the most useful in these instances is not, is this the best way or not? It's, are you going to do it? At some point, the best way has to give way, it has to yield to the ways available to you. It could 100% be true that the best way up that mountain is in April, wearing the best hiking boot, averaging 9.6 miles a day, feeling totally energized and not like on your period or having weird foot cramps. That could be the best way. But if it's July and you don't have those hiking boots and you can only go four miles a day and you do have a weird foot cramp right now, do we want to focus on the fact that you can't do the best way and that you're not doing the best way? Or do we want to focus on getting you up the mountain in the ways available? I think people really struggle with meeting themselves where they are with this stuff because we have this really loud, strong voice in our heads saying, you could, so you should. And we want to focus on everything that we could be doing and therefore should be doing and therefore should be, feel bad about not doing. And I want to shift your focus to what can you do, period. Sometimes you can find a daily routine in you. You can find 110% exclusive focus in you. That is actually when it's really helpful to have a coach or some outside guiding perspective to help you keep yourself in check, challenge yourself when you know you don't feel like doing something, but it's really what you got to do that day to get up the mountain. Sometimes those are really the ways we want to get our goals done, and it is available to us. However, sometimes the most accessible way forward is not the daily strict routine, or the 110% exclusive focus. And I've just seen too many people create success. I've accomplished too many goals without perfect routines and this like intense go ham on a goal and 
like turn the volume down on everything else in your life way of doing things. I've just seen it too many times and I've experienced it too many times to believe that those are the only best ways to achieve goals. You can achieve a lot and change a lot and make a lot of progress without this perfect daily routine that we aspire to and without this 110% effort. So here's what I want you to consider. Here's how you're going to walk yourself through approaching these goals, these mountains, on purpose. First, I want you to really double check that you've clarified the mountains you want to climb. This is the difference between I would love to spend more time outdoors, which what does that mean? When and how and where versus I want to do the Nevada Falls hike in Yosemite. Very specific. And you can't skip this part, which can be really, really tempting, especially with the internal goals of like, I generally just want to feel better and I want things to feel better and I want things to work better. That is not specific. This is why the first thing that we start with in coaching is putting your goals on paper. And that can be the, I want to hit this milestone in my business or get this thing done in my house or go on this trip or have this experience. And also, I want to experience more presence and enjoyment in my everyday. I want to lower my stress baseline. I want to be less reactive in my relationship. Like whatever it is, just be specific. And then I want you to check, do I think I need a perfect daily routine or to give 110% exclusive focus and effort to this thing in order to achieve it? If yes, because you're allowed to have yes as an answer. My next question is, when are you going to do that? When does the routine start? How are you going to make room for it in your life? How are you going to set yourself up for ease with that? What are you going to deprioritize or displace or move or change or delegate or get rid of or pause for now in order to set this routine up? If you're going to do the full force exclusive effort thing, great. When's it happening? How are you going to make it easy? Whose help are you going to enlist? If you're committing to, I want to climb this mountain, by using a routine or super intense effort, then let's move forward as if that is the plan. Where people get stuck is thinking, well, that's the only way I can get up that mountain and I can't do that right now, so I can't go up that mountain. If that's your mindset, I want to invite you to change the goal or change how you think you can get up that mountain. My next question is, is there a way you can be consistent without being perfect. Let's keep with our hike analogy, okay? You know how on those apps that track your elevation, you can get done with a hike and you can see a line chart of here's your elevation gain. If you zoom in on that line chart, some of the time it will look like you're not climbing. Some of the time it will look like you are going downhill, not uphill. But when you zoom out and look at the overall line chart, you see the trajectory is headed in the upward direction overall. There's consistent gains over time, okay? That is the difference between consistency and perfect routines. And in my experience, we can get so much farther, so much faster with consistency instead of perfect routines. I personally am not a routine person. It's just not the way that I've ever thrived. And I have definitely been that person who's like, well, I should do this every day. I would be happier. I would be better. I would be whatever, fill in the blank if I just did this every day. And I convinced myself that I was wrong, just not doing a good job for, you know, a decent chunk of my life because I was like, well, I could be doing this and I should be able to and I'm not. So that's what I'm just going to focus on every day instead of accepting it's actually working pretty well. I'm moving the goals forward that I have. I'm feeling pretty much the way I want to feel. 
without this perfect routine. As long as I am consistent at the things that matter to get me up the mountain. Consistency can look a lot of different ways. Let's say that you're this person who wants your garage cleaned out and you have decided, you know what? I think it would be great to dedicate an entire week straight to just doing this and like starting it and then not stopping until we're done. But that's not realistically going to happen in my life right now. And instead of just focusing on how I'm like an undedicated failure and pretty lazy, I'm going to adjust my plan and I'm going to decide that I can get up that mountain by dedicating one Saturday a month to this project. And maybe it's not going to look perfect. And maybe there's going to be some stuff on the lawn sometimes. And maybe I'm going to get frustrated with my lack of speedy progress some of the time. But this is the way I can climb this mountain. This is what I can be consistent with. Guess what? Six months from now, if you've dedicated six Saturdays, that's essentially a week, right? That's that whole week's worth of effort that you thought you needed to put into it. I'm guessing that your garage is going to look a heck of a lot better then if you do zero days, you put in zero effort over the next six months. So this is the first thing I want you to scan for. Where can I be consistent instead of perfect? And the next thing I want you to ask is what systems would make it easier to be consistent or to make progress up this mountain? What can you simplify? What supports can you put in place to make the things that you want to do easier or more accessible or, dare I say, more enjoyable? If you dread doing a thing, you're setting yourself up to make really easy excuses not to do it. So can you put all of your workout stuff or your art supplies out in an easily accessible area so that it's easier to do those things when you want to, even if it's not for four hours every single day? Can you hire a coach or join a program that's going to help keep you accountable to things and teach you new ways to be efficient and make the progress you want? Can you sign up for a service that eliminates a bunch of steps that make this thing complicated so that you can more easily do it? Ultimately, I feel like so much of this conversation is just leaning into the imperfect and letting things be a little messier than we might prefer. Like this podcast is a great example. I get so much feedback, which by the way, I so appreciate. Thank you if you've emailed me or left me a review about how this podcast has helped you in your real life. It is just joy to my soul. And I get a lot of feedback like that. And it's really great evidence for my brain, especially the minion in my mind who wants to say, you shouldn't be doing this unless there's a perfect routine for it. And I go to comparing myself to the way I think other people are doing things with like, they're batching episodes and it's totally effortless and they're never doing anything Last minute, there's these minions in our minds that are convincing us we're not doing things right. Other people are doing them better. We should be like this perfect version of ourselves that we imagine in our minds. And in reality, like, here's what we got. It's a little messy. It's a little imperfect. But I decided that being consistent with it was more important than being perfect about it. And that lets me keep putting out the quality episodes that I want to, which is the most important thing. So that somebody in the world can hear what they need to hear today and have an easier day and maybe have an easier rest of forever. I also know so many of my clients are just in some season of their life where this perfect glossy looking routine that may actually look and work and feel good in a different time of their lives is just not available. They have little kids, so they're not going to wake up at 5 a.m. and do like three hours of deep work. And this is coming from a decision coach who invites you to own all of your agency and see that you have a choice in all you do. I promise you're not being lazy or a victim 
If you say, at this season of my life, taking two weeks off to just focus on my garage when I have like a really important project at work and I have to be available to help my sick parent and my kid has all this stuff at school. Like that's allowed. You're allowed to own that choice. You don't have to feel limited. You can say, yeah, I could just take two weeks off and focus on the garage if I wanted to, but that's not what I choose to do right now. But I don't want you to feel like you're stuck because you're making it all or nothing in your mind. And right now, if you're listening or watching real time, we have the holidays. That's a big routine interrupter. And then we're going to have New Year's. And it's getting into the swing of life after the holidays, which is a routine interrupter. This is the other problem with idealizing perfect routines. There's something that will come up at any time of year that will interrupt routine. And not anti-routine. Let me clarify. There's sometimes when turning something into a habit is really the easiest way to guarantee consistency with that thing. We'll talk about that in another episode. But if the routine feels like the enemy right now, because it feels like it's inaccessible or unavailable or impossible, or it keeps getting interrupted because life, my hope is that this episode gives you a new perspective on the goals you want to achieve and you can see more ways forward. All right. There's always a way forward if that's what you want to do. And I'm here to help you find it. So speaking of that, the next Decision Masters program starts in January of 2024. It's a small group coaching program that includes one-on-one work. So you get both. And it's where we get you the accountability and the guidance and the efficiency tools and the new ways of doing things and the perspective on taking stock of what works for you and what you want to make important. We do all of that. So if you want help climbing your mountains and making it easier and letting it be a little messy for the sake of doing it at all, then I want you to check it out and you can schedule a consult to talk about it for free with me at kirstenparker.com forward slash schedule. And we can talk about all of the other options to work together. The group is not right for everybody. So if you are wanting help, this is your sign that you do not have to do anything alone. We can get you up your mountains. I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, want to find out your decision style? Um, obviously. Go take the decision style quiz. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. We all have our style when it comes to making decisions, but do you know how to use your default way of thinking to your advantage? Or do you mainly get stuck in the most annoying parts of overthinking and people pleasing? The decision style quiz has your answers, my friend. Take it right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.